Recorded at 2023's Equip and HNA show in Louisville, Kentucky, here's your host, TV personality and hardscapes contractor, Matt Blashaw. My name's Cade Middleton. I am a project manager and sales manager also, I guess, uh, down in Fort Myers, Florida. Company name is Creative Hardscapes. Hardscapes. Yes. So full, full service landscapes, softscape, hardscapes, or just hardscapes? Only hardscapes, pavers okay. and retaining walls. Nice. All right. You into pergolas yet? Anything like that? No. Okay. So are you, so do you uh, design build? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You love how, so how did you get into it? Yes, we do. Um, basically, I just got out of school uh, and then got into landscaping at first, but then Steve, actually, the gentleman that I work for now, um, I've known him my whole life, so just ended up having a couple business questions for him, and now I work for him. He's so. your boss? Yes. Okay. Yeah. How, he's here somewhere. He's, he's wandering around. What product do you use in your beard? Um, I actually use oil, and then you also have to use a balm, too. The balm helps it, is stay, it the balm? stay together. Yeah, that is like, that, that is, talk about landscaping. Oh yeah, that is like amazing. Yeah, what do they call what do they call the uh, topiaries? Yeah, you have like a like a facial topiary. I love it. Um, all right, so <laughs> we're gonna get so project manager PM. How long you been working for them? Uh, just over a year. Just over a year. Mm -hmm. So you kind of new at this? A little bit, yeah. All right, I'm I'm relatively new to everything hardscape in just general. Just the workforce in general. I dropped right out of school, and then. Uh, Started my own company for about eight months and then decided to just come work for C. Now, you were in college? I was, yes. Okay. So, so this is kind of a misconception that I, that I think is that some of us were meant for college, right? And, and, and this society tells us that you got to go earn a four-year four degree. Mm -hmm. And maybe you could speak on this, is that you can make a good living and you can be very successful and you can love what you do right? You don't necessarily have to get a degree in anything, but you got to continue to learn, right? Correct. Yeah. That's a pretty, it's a pretty hot topic too, especially now, like right after COVID, um, a lot of people have just realized they don't need school anymore. Um, still there's a lot of, there's a lot of different fields that you can go to that you need a degree, but at the same time you can make a great living without school. So right. it's just, it, it's a perfect it's whether it fits the, perf the person or not, you know, what do you want to do? So I was major in finance. I, I went to school f to play baseball, but, uh, oh, man. right when I, You're like a Renaissance man, right when I decided I didn't want to play anymore, that's when, you know, not playing no more school. So, so how are you learning? You learning from books, videos, hands-on? Um, I don't install, I run a couple crews, um, and I just sell. And the more, the more people I can talk to, um, preferably people who've been established in the industry, whether they're selling the material or whether they're installing it themselves. Um, you know, people who just sell in general, doesn't matter the product, just talk to them, learn how they like to approach people and just be able to carry a conversation. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people will, you know, give you the job if, if you can just show up on time, have a conversation with them and then just a proof of proof of some sort of history being able to do jobs similar to it and follow up. Yes, follow up. That's that's a big one. Man, and, and I call people all the time still, all the time. I keep following up. You got to do it. So my, one of my biggest um, failures for me as a contractor is not getting my bids out in time. 
right? Mm -hmm. And so I did real estate for, for a little bit because I was flipping homes, right? Yeah. Um, time kills deals. Yes. And it does. It if, does. If you, if you, from that first meeting, if it takes you two or three weeks to get out an estimate, they're going to be like, well, is this how my job is going to work? Mm -hmm. Where they're not calling me back for two or three weeks? Yeah. It's important, right? It, it's very important. And I've actually, right when I meet a person, I try and get them their proposal that day. Uh, oh, awesome. doesn't matter how doesn't matter how late it is because I know, you know, most people, especially, we, we don't do any marketing. So when I go see them, it's a word of mouth. So the sooner I get them proposal, the sooner they will say yes. I, I know they'll say yes. Just you have to actually get them the proposal. Yeah. Right? That's... They're hot. They're ready. You've already talked to them. Yeah. Right? You sold yourself. You sold the company. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes, they're ready sir. to sign. Yeah, they're ready. Yeah, and, and, and they just need to know what, what the scope of work is going to be and, and how much it costs. Yeah. And, you know, if they have any questions. Import. So you do sales and, and project managing. Yes. How, do you have employees that work for you or, or, or do, you have, do you just sub out the work? Uh, yes, we have employees at work. Employees at work. So they, the, the guys that do the hardscaping. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. So Installers what, and we have a truck driver. So, What is your guys' big challenge? What's your biggest challenge with your business now? Um, we do a lot of, uh, down in Florida, there's a lot of production building. So we do production building. Uh, keeping up with the volume, I guess, could be the largest challenge. Um, whether it's if the houses are ready actually to be installed, um, receiving materials, you know, base rock pavers or sand, um, coordinating that the house is actually ready, that it has power or water or uh, that sort of thing when it's production. But um, so, so and, and which is production homes, right? So how many at a time, 20, 30? Um, we average about, I'd say 20 a week is the average. Oh man. So that, that is Maybe something 50. that is overlooked by landscapers right and by contractors is because i'm talking to two home builders actually next week i'm sitting down and having lunch with yeah. because these guys are making you know 10 15 20 units right and and not only can you get in there to do some of the work for them but you can also be their preferred preferred guy once the client moves in right yes right yes if they want any additional work and yeah and it's great because then you have that contract which is fantastic um so tell me about client expectations, right? How do you control, how do you communicate with your client? How do you control those expectations? And then how do you work to exceed them? It's a great question. You really have to set them when you're initially meeting, when you're initially meeting a customer, especially a homeowner, and going through the scope of work, what, what they want. And then oftentimes, you know, homeowners just see something they want. You have to kind of guide them to what, what they should expect, um, you know. When you're, when you're putting in a paver patio, so let's say I'm going to renovate a pool. Uh, I'm going to come in. I'm going to remove all the existing pavers that are there. I'm going to remove the coping, remove the tile, and then you're going to come back and install it all. You know, they need to understand at first that it's going to be very messy. Uh, it's going to be very messy, especially down in Florida. A lot of them have pool cages. Mm -hmm. So that's another factor. You know, are you going to remove your cage? Um, if you are, then, you know, are you going to put it back on? If not, it's going to be very dusty. You're going to get a lot of debris in the pool. Um, it's like a pool cover, uh, a or pool, a pool cage. Basically it's a, it's a, it's a screen over the pool. So, so for alligators, uh, 
<laughs> it does protect against alligators. You'd, you'd be surprised how many people get alligators back here. No, no, I, it's, you see it on the news all the time. I was like, oh my gosh, man. Yeah, on the news, golf no, courses thanks. everywhere. Yeah, yeah they're I, everywhere. I would not. That's like you know, living with dinosaurs. No, just, thank you. I just did one, and uh, uh, the gentleman had little. He had turtles coming into his pool to lay eggs because he he didn't have any cages. So <laughs> he'd have little turtles swimming around when we were. Ah, the job challenges in Florida. Very different from Kansas City. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, tell me about what, one of your recent success stories. We'll start there. Like, what, what has been a project or a client that you've just been very proud of? Um, none in particular. I mean, I just try and do everything I can each job um, because that's what gets you called back. That's what gets you called again. So, mm -hmm. what about your biggest failure? Biggest failure. <laughs> uh, I've had I've had one where I uh, I really tried to help with the homeowner's idea they for the coping for their spa. Mm -hmm. um, I I ordered what they said they wanted rather than what I knew that they needed. Um, uh, yeah, and it took me took me about three and a half weeks. I needed quadruple bullnose marble, um, and that has to be manufactured. That has to be honed down in the room. So it was shipped over, and then we went to install it, and, you know, it's the wrong size because uh, when we put the tile on the spa, they had to they had to make the – they had the – Yeah, they had to extend the face of the – of the spa so it could be plumb so the tile would look oh flush yeah so they extended killer. it an inch and a half and oh, then next how many linear feet uh it was only maybe 25 linear feet of coping, oh. but it's, it's okay it's so expensive what do you at like 40 bucks a linear um i think it was yeah just to buy it just over 40 just probably, over 40 yeah yeah probably 50 oh, expensive mistake yeah the quadruple pieces um uh, i think they were like just over 100 bucks a piece so it was the right material Wrong size. Wrong size, yes. I yeah. should have. So they come in 16 by 24. I had them refined down to 14 by 24. Mm -hmm. um, and then also, once I get my 16 by 24s, once I got the second batch, uh, I, I ordered one less piece. Um, and, and our installer, the way, the way that, that the layout was, he had to cut each piece from 16 by 24 to 16 by 18. So... I was short a piece again, so oh. I, had to, I had to get another piece. Yeah, so that, that, that bit me yeah. one time, and it was a hard bite because, I mean, I was like oh, four grand. I mean, it was yeah. a four grand hit. So what I started doing is started, I started just buying the slabs, and I have my guys fabricate it. Mm -hmm. So they do the coping. They do the bull nose on it and everything. That way I can cut it to fit. I know exactly what's going in. And so uh, it just kind of relieves that because, man, the special order stuff, yeah. it's like they say measure twice cut once no measure like 20 times yep right and, and, and you got to make sure and that's that's the hard thing about this job right is that you're trying to measure on something that's not built yet mm -hmm. right so what is the the tile you know what's what's the how, how much mortar are we going to put in how much thin set so like there's so many things that go into it you almost got to slow down and make sure that you're doing it right because i mean this could cost you business it could cost you you know not only money yes. in your pocket, but business in the future. Yes, especially sometimes I, I catch myself doing that, moving too fast. Um, because the production side, you know, it's every day, boom, 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 install onto the next. But then you have to really slow down when you mix in residential homeowner jobs in that. So, yeah, I actually catch myself. I, I have to pull myself back, slow down, make sure, make sure I'm doing everything correctly. 
So what would you guess? So that, so that kind of leads me to my next question. You're, how are you young? 24. 24. Yeah, you're, you're just starting. Yeah. What, what advice would you give to somebody that's maybe in, you know, coming out of high school or in college that wants to get into your line of work? What advice would you give them? Um, just go work. Find something that you seem to enjoy and have fun. What if they like I, landscaping? How would they get it I have in a your blast. industry? Yeah. So, but, so what, advice would they give, what advice would you give them to get into a, a, a landscaping, to be a hardscaper? To get into landscaping, first learn how to do it. Um, I always would encourage everybody to try and start your own company. Um, and if you can't, go work for somebody that's small that you know that does, just so you can learn learn the tricks. First, you have to learn how to actually install things. You know, you have to learn how to conduct a job, how to go about um, demoing and installing things, especially on people's homes. And you know, you have to learn how to keep a job site presentable. Because it's it's somebody's house. Oh yeah. So they're pride and joy. Yep. And then and then after that, just have fun, learn. Yeah. That's really that's what I did. I just learned and watching people. I wanted to do, I wanted to do more. I wanted to turn. I, you see, I saw a couple of videos of people kind of turning something from dirt into this this backyard dream landscape. Right. It was during. Right after COVID, um, I think 2021 is when I, maybe 2022 is when I dropped out of school. So I was like, man, I want to, I want to do that. You know, I want to help people do, turn their dream into a reality. And that's kind of how I just got started. And then the snowball keeps rolling after that. It always starts with passion. Just a passion. And then the money will follow. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's one thing is that when you follow money, you're never going to be successful. But if you follow your passion, you'll always be successful. Yes. No matter what it is. And I, I that same thing. I love creating. I love taking chunks of stone and earth mm-hmm. and trees and creating something that is going to give someone an everlasting love yes. of their house, the everlasting feeling yes. of joy for years to come. Like, what other industry does that? Mm-hmm. None. Yeah. It's just fantastic. It'll just be there. It'll be there forever. And you can watch, you know, if it's plants and landscaping, you can watch it grow over time. You can amend it. If it's hardscape, same thing. You know, you'll have it there. If not, you can add to it. You can always add or change change these two things too, which is why I think it's great. I think it's a great field. It's a great trade. The opportunities are endless. You got, you, you got a, really are. You got a good future ahead of you, right? And it's someone that, you, you know, is just starting out. I could tell you, always, always learn, right? Never be afraid to make mistakes. Never be afraid to, learn, to, to admit your mistakes, yes. right? Especially with your clients because you're, I, messed up, I messed that one up. We, we don't want to say that. That's the, that just, it's hard for me to just even say that. I, I messed that one up. Mm-hmm. But then you'll have that connection, right? Because you're not pulling anyone, anything over on anyone, right? They know you did it. They know you messed up. They're not idiots, right? <laughs> yeah. And so you need to be like, that's on me. That's how I word it. That's on me, but I'm going to make sure that it's taken care of and taken care of correctly. Yes. Right? Yeah. Accountability is a big one, especially, you know, that also, even if you mess up, that could get you called back. Yeah. That could get you referrals. You know, it's, it's always something that sticks out. You know, you, you install a beautiful job, you do something amazing. You leave one plastic bottle behind you. You leave one bottle cap. Right, that's that's the thing that sticks out. You know, you mess something up horribly, um, 
but you fixed it and you did what you can't that's that's really what'll get you recommended redeem yourself and um also doing only doing what you know how to do not not going out of your reach also that's it's big one we only do pavers and uh modular retaining walls do what so. you do and do it well yes right stick to one thing mm-hmm. yep uh, that, that's great and really from a business standpoint not reinventing the wheel all right that's that that's what's good you, you're going to do it officially right you and like my paver guys who set my pavers they don't send them a tile nope right that's what i got a tile setter for they that. ask us all the time you know we get asked can we can we install tile can we install tile just pavers. No, it's a, it's a separate pavers. thing. Pavers and marble. You know, we sand set. Mm-hmm. If you want to uh, sand set porcelain, we'll sand set it. But recommend it's tile. We recommend tile. Awesome, man. Yeah. Hey, you got a big future. Thank you. All right. We look forward to it. Next year, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see where you're at next year. All right. That beard will be down to your feet. It will. It yeah. will. <laughs> Only reason I had to cut it because I caught it on fire a little bit. So. Oh, well, that's, that's a whole different interview. <laughs> awesome, buddy. Appreciate you. Take care. Me. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for tuning in to Confessions of the Craft. Ensure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast so you can be the first to hear new episodes and discover previous ones. Follow Site One on Facebook, X, formerly known as Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn for the latest trends and industry updates.